Welcome to the Scared But Not Damaged podcast, a podcast that supports, empowers, and inspires women that have experienced abuse or experiencing emotional trauma or pain. This podcast will challenge you to push against the tides and rewrite your story. On this show, I will be sharing some of the principles of Scared But Not Damaged, a life that has gone through adversity and abuse and has come out strong in spite of life's challenges. Despite the scars, your worth and your value remains intact and undamaged. Each week, we will discuss topics like what is abuse, what are the red flags that you are in an abusive relationship or marriage. I am your host, Naomi. Hello everyone, welcome back to my show, The Scared But Not Damaged Podcast. Yeah, we are on episode number 14 this week and (laughs) we'll be talking about how you can set yourself free from the prison of the mind. Hmm. This is a very deep topic right here. Many of us are imprisoned by our own minds. So why do I say this? A major event happened in my life that changed the trajectory of my life. From being a very smart, smiling, happy young woman to a sad, bitter, and that made me very vulnerable for so many years. Boy, Did I live a miserable life in pain and complaining and blaming the past? Yes, I did. That pain was real. The pain I felt from what I experienced led me to take a decision that led me down a spiral, a downward spiral life. For years, and how did I get there? <laughs> I will explain. What the major event that happened? I lost my all, myself, my self-esteem, my self-worth, my dignity, my ability to identify who I used to be, and I did not think I could pick myself up again. As all I could see was a gloom, gloominess, no way out. I saw myself in a very dark prison of my own mind. Did I educate myself? Yes, I did. I did personal self-development that was ongoing but what I did not get was support as I needed emotional support or emotional um, support to cater for or to meet the need at that time I did not even know what that need was at that time but guess what in that dark place I took a decision that turned my life into a nightmare. (laughs) Boy, 
did I know what the result was going to be, the outcome? No, I didn't. But then that was a temporary situation, which I never knew was going to end. I didn't know it was temporary at the time because it was so, so dark for me. It was a dark place. And when you're in a dark place, all you see is gloom around you. You can't see. And I shut myself in to this bubble where I refrained from socializing, from, connect, from connecting with people, because I just felt I was all alone in this. Hmm. I know someone out there, probably you're feeling the same way. But guess what? There's hope. Let's go. Let's move on. But I did not think there was hope. And I did not know any better. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> when you make a decision in a place of hopelessness, you get yourself into a big mess. When you make a decision in a place of hopelessness, you get yourself into a big mess. A tip of advice here. Please and please never take a major, a major decision in a temporary situation yes most situations that happen in our lives are temporary but because we make it the big picture at the time it's happening it looks bigger than it should we 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 magnified because that's what the mind is saying our thoughts relate that to us because we're filled with this fields and negative energy which we've we kind of emitted into the universe, into the environment. And it's what you emit, the frequency you emit comes back right to you. Yeah. So we, as people, should be careful what we emit into the atmosphere. If you emit negativity, it comes right back to you. Multiplied, that multiplied, multiplied and magnified. Yeah. Negativity will be multiplied multiplied and magnified right back to you. So I was in a bubble. What I mean by this? <laughs> what do I mean by that? Everyone around me all seemed smiles, happy on the outside. And so I thought I was the only one with this issue. But only did I realize that people hide their pain and put on a brave face and fake smiles. Hmm. If I knew what I know now, I could have handled my situation differently. Absolutely. <laughs> mm, moving on. <laughs> if your mindset is negative, and guess what? I get you. Situations put that on you, put that on us. And because of where we are at, at such a time, we don't know any better. We can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I do understand, I've been there. For so many years, I stayed in my gloomy place because I, I, I didn't think help was coming. I didn't know what else to do. All I knew was succeed. And I found myself in, a, in this unpleasant situation, which I could not get myself out of. My mind was playing up on me big time. And I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I get you. I did not start out that way. I was a young girl with big ambitions, big dreams. I was a go-getter. I was an entrepreneur, successful one at my level at that time. So all I knew was to succeed. 
I only prepared for so much success, but I was never taught how to prepare for failure or how you prepare when you make a decision that goes south, right? I hear you. I hear you. I understand where you've been because I've been there too. So when, you've, when failure showed up in my life, I did not know how to handle it. So I made stupid decision as to the best of my knowledge and ability at the time. I wanted something happy. I wanted whatsoever can fix the situation. Though the situation was temporary, but at that time, it didn't feel temporary. It felt like a long life event. It felt like I was going to die in this. This darkness was never going to shift. Hmm. <laughs> now, looking back, I can smile and laugh. Now, because I'm alive to see today. But then it didn't look like I was going to see today. It didn't look like something was going to shift. It didn't look like life was going to change. I felt the whole world crumbled. And while everyone was living life, I was living in misery, in pain and turmoil. But in hindsight, it would have been nice to, it would have been nice to know how to deal with failure. Some, some of you, many of you may have failed in life at an early age, at an early age. So some learned how to deal with it. I never had failures in my life when I was quite young. When I, when I did, I felt the world had caved in on me. So what do I know now about failure? <laughs> failure is simply a feedback. Only I knew, if only I knew that some years back, but I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, that simply tells you that the method you did that you used did not work. So you need to go try something else or change something. Failure learn is, is, is to learn a new definition for failure. That's the second thing. Learn a new definition for failure. I saw failure as the end of the word. I saw failure. I never saw it as a feedback. I saw it like, oh my God, that is my world has ended. So you have to learn a new definition for failure. Failure has nothing to do with you as the individual because it was an event that happened to you. Because you are not a failure, it was an event that happened. So take you away from that situation, from that word failure. Failure happened to you. You are not a failure. But then I saw myself for so many years as a failure. I had to change my mindset. And this just happened a couple of years now. In recent times, I had to work on myself, I had to look inwards. I had to study who, I had to know me. I had to know who life's event made me become. And it's fine. The main thing is get a picture of who you used to be. And there's a good picture of that model of who you used to be and get a picture of what the event made you to be. And try and project all Imagine, visualize who you want to be. Yes, you can. You can make that picture perfect you. You can create a new you. All you need to do is a mindset shift 
have a shift in your mindset, have your paradigm, shift your paradigm, and the whole world is going to revolve and realign in your favor. Yes, the world will realign in your favor. Start to see yourself positive. Then you start to see positivity come around you. Like I said, whatever energy you emit is the same frequency that hits you back. Guess what? My life began to shift from that place of pain, bitterness, to a radiance, to a life of abundance, a life of bliss. And my, oh my, I began to live instead of merely existing. You too can. Some qualities or guidelines, I would say, for reversing and preventing a negative event or spiral, downward spiral event in your life. Number one, self-awareness. Being self-aware and aware of your environment can help you understand the situation you're in better or whatever happened to you. At that time, I was never aware of self. I didn't know what self-awareness was. So in hindsight, if only I knew what self-awareness was and being aware of my environment, I would have done better. But hey, here we are today. That's why I'm giving you this tip to help you bring yourself from that place of pain, from that gloomy place to a better place that radiates and a place of abundance. Two, finding a trusted person you can talk to about the emotions during this period is a good thing. Take a look at that situation, number three, with the eye of a third person rather than the first person. When you take yourself from that situation, you're going to look at the situation objectively. It requires training. You need to build that muscle. Then gradually, you'll be able to understand that as a third eye looking at the situation, you can make sense of what that event is. This technique can help you regulate your emotions surrounding the situation because you'll not be swayed by your emotions. Number four, look for something positive to look forward to in the future. Look for something exciting that you're looking forward to that could deviate, that could help that situation a bit less daunting. Number five, don't exclude yourself. Socialize, connect. This makes you know that you are not alone. In my own case, I disconnected from the world. I shut myself in because I saw myself like I failed. And the event was something someone did to me, was, you know, something happened to me. Something I experienced as a result of someone's action that impacted on my emotions. And I carried that for years as pain. And that shot me. I shot myself from the world. I, I, I didn't connect. I, I felt because I'll see myself as if I didn't want anyone to know what I was going through. So I shot myself and no one saw me. I never communicated. And I lost a lot of my friends and colleagues. And, you know, and um, don't do that. And now I'm trying to build bridges. I'm trying to look out for my friends. I'm trying to connect as I build the confidence in my life back. And I'm trying to get myself back 
and trying to do that. But that was one major mistake I did. I shot myself. I excluded myself from society. So practice mindfulness. It keeps you in the present. It helps you. It stops you from worrying about what may or may not happen in the future. Be present now, this moment. Sometimes you need to ignore reality. This has helped me to cope in very different situ difficult situation that was overwhelming. I started to ignore the reality of what I was going through at that moment. Whilst I was in the midst of it, but I was living in what was under my control at the time. I live for today, not for tomorrow. That was how I was able to break free. I was, have, I was able to break free. And guess what? Life went on and I'm here. <laughs> exploring, the next one, number seven, exploring your thoughts and actions. This can help you highlight what most of your downward spiral started in your thoughts. If you're able to pick that thought, look at it and look at the actions you took as a result of that thought or what that thought is making you do, this will help you highlight the most the most of your downward spiral, how it starts and that you can nip it at the board. So that way it, it takes practice to get there. Number eight, learning to manage your expectations. I know sometimes most of us, because we want to aspire, we put big expectation, big tax ahead of us. But sometimes by trying to under promise and over deliver is a good way to go. And I think I have to start practicing this because that way you put yourself you put your expectation low and you over deliver this is um, related to people going through overwhelming situations but if your situation is right and ideal you can have expectations that are higher and you can achieve them but if you've been in a spinal rough a negative um, event in your life and you're trying to come back up it's better you set under promising targets and you over deliver that way you're making small taxes and tax and you're achieving them that builds your confidence setting clear goals and realistic goals for yourself and goals that are achievable according to bill watson the author of calvin and hobby's comics track states I find my life is a lot easier the lower I keep everyone's expectation. That he doesn't set expectation too high for him. And that way he does overshoot it, but he makes people expect less of him. But then he over he surpasses that. I think it's a good lesson to learn because that way people are not expecting too much from you. And guess what? We're all human. And so why not set Minimal expectation when they ask you, but you know what you're going to do and you push yourself to achieve and that's going to be bravo. Yeah. Thank you so much as we're coming to the end of this episode. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned a thing or two. Till I come your way again, it's bye from me. Go and start changing the world within you so that you can affect the world outside you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Scared But Not Damaged podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Scared But Not Damaged so you don't miss a show. Kindly subscribe to the show so you know when new episodes are released and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thanks for listening and see you next week.